You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely, and this is a part of my teaching ministry at Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Every weekday, we look at a different passage from the wisdom literature of Scripture and apply it to all of life. Today's passage is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 9. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. Proverbs 18, 9. Laziness is on some levels pure passivity, a refusal to act, the absence of action. But regardless of its passivity, it becomes over time an active and a destructive force. Laziness destroys the household, the business, the organization, the church, the school, the nation, Laziness destroys. As Solomon says, the lazy man, the fool, from other passages, is the brother of him who destroys. Well, you know who that is, right? It's the devil. John tells us that the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And the robin to the devil's batman is the sluggard, the sloth, the lazy man. Satan and the sloth, a formidable, villainous force, a destructive force. Now, on the flip side of this, the laborer, the faithful worker who is taking seriously the dominion mandate, the call to vocation and to work with his own hands in order that he might have a profit, in order that he might share with those who are in need. This man, he's kin to God. He's in the family of God. He's like God. But the sloth is of the serpent's bloodline. He is a brother to the destroyer. I'm sure you've heard the old Puritan and monastic adage, idle hands is the devil's workshop. That's true. The devil has a little backyard workshop where he cooks up his destructive ploys, and it's called your life, your hands, if you're lazy. But how precisely, we should ask, how precisely does the lazy man become such a pawn for Satan? How does he destroy? Well, There's a lot we could say here, but if I just run through the various Proverbs, for one, his life, his days, his day-to-day actions are all hinged to his bed. The Bible tells us that he turns on his bed like a door on his hinges. And he's a master at finding excuses to not be productive. Any excuse to avoid responsibility. He runs from problems. He runs from obstacles. He runs from responsibility. And instead, he stays in bed, making crafty excuses. All of this simply means that there's more work for others. He's not pulling his own weight. He's excess baggage, taking up oxygen. He's a parasite, a mooch, a leech. And he throws himself and his needs and his wants and his children and his family and his duties. He throws his future on the very shoulders of others, of real men. He's what the New Testament would call an effeminate, a soft man, in Greek, malakoi. And it's one of the various damnable sins in Scripture. Imagine the destructive forces that this would unleash on a business. This lazy man, this sluggard, this sloth, this leech, he's always slacking never finishing his work. Others do his job. Or when he does do work, he simply makes more work for others, doing slipshod work and half-hearted work. He makes excuses. 
He runs from problems. He blames shifts. He's busy doing all manner of activity, but never actually accomplishing the one thing he's called to do or paid to do. He runs from problems. He's a burden to others. And yet, in all of this, he gets his paycheck. He is entitled to his paycheck. He demands his paycheck. More so, he demands self-fulfillment. This is an untenable situation. He is the idle hands, and the devil is using him to slow down the organization, to weigh it down, to encumber it, and to eventually destroy it. This is true as well for a family or a nation. You know, Imagine a nation where massive amounts, not just one or two, but massive amounts of people simply make excuses. They refuse to work. They refuse to overcome obstacles. They refuse to get down uh, to the nitty-gritty of life. They throw themselves on others. Well, this is a nation that cannot stand. This is our nation. It's being destroyed by the devil and his sledgehammer, the sloth. He has, of course, the devil. He has other tools in his workshop. But the sloth is one of his favorites. Proverbs 24 tells us that the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in the harvest and have nothing. You see, for the sluggard, it's either too hot or too cold. Nothing is right for work, and there's always something wrong with the conditions of work. Notice that in Proverbs chapter 24, that his laziness leads to begging, and his begging drains everyone else right in the middle of winter. But there's more. There's more ways in which the, the sluggard is engaged in destructive behavior. The sluggard is a restless man. He's malcontent. Listen to Proverbs 13, 4. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. You see, there is a hole in his heart. There is always a desire. There's always a large appetite. He craves. He desires. He longs for what he does not have. And this desire, as Proverbs 21 verse 25 says, it kills him. This desire that he wants and he does not have is the source of his contention, his strife, his demands, his warring and destroying of everyone else around him. He covets greedily. He's filled with envy for the privileges and the possessions of those around him. And this envy and this covetousness in his heart, it spills over into all manner of destructive behavior. See, he refuses, as an example, he refuses to tithe. But he demands his religious goods and services be met. He refuses to discipline his children. He creates a restless home by his passivity and laziness. And then he blames his wife for getting frustrated with him and for not dealing with the problem. He's also lazy at work. And the problems that he causes, he blames on his superiors. Constantly complaining, nitpicking, being hypercritical, especially when they're not around. He sticks his head in the sand, and he waits till everyone else figures out the problem that he causes by his refusal to do hard things. Now, the examples of how the sluggard destroys are endless. Paul says in this, in this way, he says that the absence of work is theft, Ephesians chapter 2. The thief, he says, is to no longer steal, but to work with his own hands in order that he might have Something left over to share. See, the, the lazy is engaged in theft. He's engaged in anti-neighborly behavior. 
He's an enemy to the covenant community. And in a more advanced version of all of this, he will seek out others, a demagogue, the powerful, to steal for him, to exercise the power of the state, as an example, to serve his envy. You know, our nation's income tax, I would say, as a side note, somewhat, is a perfect example of this. A nation that rejects God's law, a nation that rejects God's wisdom, a nation that refuses to punish laziness, or at least refuses to enable it and subsidize it, that's a nation that is going to be embroiled in systemic injustice, a nation embroiled in systemic theft, a nation being destroyed by the devil and his armies of sluggardly sidekicks. In other words, the sluggard is socially useless. He needs to be fired, dismissed, run out of town. And he's unpleasant. He's a drain on society. He's not an asset. Like the devil, he's a destroyer, not a creator. While there are only a few sluggards around town, you know, this guy or that guy, well, we can all get a good laugh out of it. But when their numbers increase, we have a destructive force at work, in any organization, family, society, town, church, a destructive force that must be dealt with. Wherever the work ethic declines, that society is going to become progressively demonic. That's right. Idleness is the devil's workshop, and an idle nation becomes a haven, a safe haven for demons. It becomes progressively political constantly looking to policy and regulation and to the powers of the state to create what only work can create. All the answers will be seen as coming through legislation, political legislation. Such a society has institutionalized laziness. It's become demonic, idle, destructive. It prefers lies rather than truth and death rather than life. So it shouldn't surprise us the various things we see going on in our society. The abortion, the indolence, the suicide, the drugs, all of this goes hand in hand with our culture of leisure, our culture of sloth. This is what it looks like when a nation is being destroyed. And the only way back, listen, the only way back is repentance toward God and to once again embrace His wisdom for all of life. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. Would you share this on social media? Would you give it a review on iTunes? That would be super helpful. And until next time, if the Lord has called you to work, and He certainly has, He'll equip you, He'll protect you, and He'll bless you all along the way. Have a great day.